Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Excel Radio's Ask the Expert. Brought to you by Beckshot Photography and Video. It's your story. Make it awesome. For more information, go to Beckshot.com. Now, here's your host. And I'm here today with co-host Robert Mason and our producer, Stone Payton. Good morning, guys. Beautiful spring day in Woodstock, is it not? It is. It is gorgeous. Wonderful. Special guest today, Chris Meyer from CCC. He'll explain what that is, what that's all about. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Thank you guys for having me. Pleasure to be here. Let's start with what's CCC? CCC. So it's courage, conviction, and confidence. No, guys, actually what no, it that, is, that fits. Those, are the, those are the morals that we stand behind. We have a lot of culture and, and energy, but what it actually is, is the contractors, closers, and connections. You want me to go further into that? Yep. Well, you know, what I've told everybody is that your group is preeminent commercial real estate, yes, you know, connections and networking. You're doing, you're, you're just knocking it out of the park compared to all the other networking groups. You're franchising all over the place, making all the money. So why don't you elaborate on like what you're all about and what you've been doing, what you've got going on over there? Yes. So Randall, I started out in the uh, commercial industry of demolition. A lot of people like to see things getting blown up, see all the environmentals getting done. You don't say, you know, and that's, uh, people like <laughs> on, on LinkedIn and social media, it's important to build that brand. And, uh, so that's where it all started is, uh, just being dirty, you know, blowing things up, taking down hospitals, wrecking balls and that sort of stuff. And so in that capacity, you got to work with a lot of end users developers, municipalities, things of that nature, and master planners. So I took that uh, opportunity to not only work with all the large general contractors under their schedule, but with the real estate, commercial real estate uh, components of the business, and also attended every sort of seminar, conference, and association. And we created the CCC because there wasn't any sort of melding between commercial construction and real estate and all those wonderful entities in between that have a say on the final decision-making process. So that's why we did what we did, created this professional forum about five years ago in 2019. The thing I like about it, um, you know, at Beckshot, we talk about the whole built environment, right? The design-build process from the project inception, from permitting and design and site selection all the way through the finished product, whether it's leasing up or whether it's a resale or whatever. And so the thing I liked about CCC was all those people are represented, right? Yep. They're represented uh, very consciously. You know, I think that's a big part about what we do. There's there's a lot of wonderful brokerage associations. You know, they may have some that are specific to retail, industrial, office, but there's really never been an organization that has put checks and balances in place operationally on the back end to curate an audience that has the five uh, verticals that we now know as our identity, which is development investment, management, brokerage, and construction. So where we settle at a chapter when it becomes more evolved is like in Atlanta is 85-15 principles. So the majority, 85%, is actually commercial real estate. Like you said, 15% is the built environment. We can have architects, engineers, uh, people like yourself that offer all sorts of uh, services to uh, assist in that overall decision-making process and value add to projects and future developments. In leasing and 
landlord and tenant rep and investment sales. And it's just a, it's a wonderful environment that's never really been, been seen before, whether it's, you need equity debt, you know, all, all that sort of stuff you can find at CCC. Now you don't have any exposure to residential. You're strictly commercial. Um, there's some, there's some agents and brokerages that might have a, a dip into, into both worlds, but it's meant to be a commercial real estate. That's our brand. Now tell me about all these franchises you're opening up. You've got groups <laughs> opening in Dallas and Nashville and where all? Yes, sir. Yeah. So most immediate on the docket, we currently have 10 chapters. So it started with Atlanta in 2019. Now we're on our 10th, which is Memphis. So we've got Florida, we got Texas, we got South Carolina, North Carolina, and it's all been organic. That's what, that's what the beautiful thing has been. We're just following where these primary markets and the United States is going with uh, commercial real estate development and demand, people moving in, single family, industrial, retail, mixed use, and all those wonderful things that follow uh, behind one another. So uh, we're in talks. We just had a, a national call with New York, with New York City and people in Manhattan. Uh, we got folks we just flew in from Philadelphia. We had folks we flew in from Denver. Uh, we're in talks with Charleston, Jacksonville. So we got at least five more that we're really hoping to have 15 by the end of the year 2023, moving into 24. And they're, uh, they're licensed chapters. We find great people that are on the ground that can be our boots. And they typically, we like to have those two sides of, of the, the field. We have construction professionals and real estate. So they can pull in their resources, their networks, and we bring them all together and do what we've done in Atlanta. And we typically have to ship them out here first because if we told them what we're talking about today and they hadn't seen it, they're not going to know what to create. They won't see the magic and feel the energy. Right. So what would be a an example of a group of folks that you'd be looking for to so, be a franchise? Yeah, you know, some of our organizations are started by a brokerage, which have been wonderful. Some have been started by a general contractor or an owner's representative. Scott was actually our, our uh, first licensed location in Tampa, and he found us, introduced himself to me uh, in the middle of a pandemic. And he's managing a 200-acre automotive uh, enthusiast development. It's mixed use. It's got a track. It's called the Motor Enclave. Uh, down in Tampa. He's an ex-Marine, very disciplined, great man. And I, and he said, I've been watching what you've been doing in Atlanta. It looks high energy. It looks genuine. There's no sort of forum like this in Tampa and I want to run it. So it starts on an individual's heart and passion. And if I have that, I can work around them and we can bring attorneys, we can bring debt equity brokers, that sort of thing to create what our environment is and and make it nice and finely balanced that sort of thing and i you know from the corporate perspective we're helping out with branding marketing keeping everything you know in alignment on on the websites and social media things like that and in person when you got into commercial real estate side of that how did you what was the evolution like there describe that early on that was that was the hardest part right because the the hardest thing is building trust. I call phase one establishing the company back in 2019. Who are we? Why are we doing what we're doing? What is our value, right? Where is our energy? People had to literally come to the events to see it, and then they perpetuated it via uh, social media. Phase two has been really what I see in the last two to three years. It's been 
uh, evolving the decision makers. It's not just folks in leasing or analysts crunching numbers or, you know, folks in the office sector. It's got to be like, hey, man, we need the development directors. We need uh, directors of construction, you know, acquisitions professionals, principals of the firm, things like that. So if we don't have the deal makers in the room, it's really hard for the brokers and everybody else to synergistically work out, hey, you know, where's the capital coming from? Where's the stack? You know, so that was the hardest part is um, just just building trust. And now we've retained them. Now we have over 20,000 contacts we can reach out to actively in the Atlanta area and construction, real estate, architecture and bring them out uh, to our events, which typically bring, you know, 300 people plus to a, a function. When you're evaluating folks, are you looking for a certain uh, value add, what, 10 million, 20 million? What is, do you have a press up that you're looking for? You know, usually uh, there's a three step process to that. So, step one is, you know, who is the individual? Um, what firm are they with, rather? So, they could be with a multifamily manager ownership group of apartment units. And it's like, all right, check. What is, and that's point one. Point two, well, what is their position in the company? Are they an acquisitions director? Are they an associate? Are they managing principal? What, what do they do? Right. So, and then part three, my favorite, you know, because we could look into points like that, but it's mainly based off the credibility of the firm and what they've done in the past and, and sort of name recognition in the community. Part three is their energy, right? Are they coming and are they bringing this energy of reciprocity and a go-giver servant leadership type of mindset? Like, how can how can we help each other? You know, we want to do more deals. That means you've got to give us some of the off-market stuff, Mr. Broker, you know, and that's how we can all play synergistically. But if people aren't coming to the table with that, it's, you know, it's not good. Right. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> Robert touched on a question. He said, why? And we all know why is the big uh, question for Beckshot. So tell me why you decided to do this kind of thing. You were, yeah. you were in a, a demolition contractor, right? Yeah. And looking at opportunities. Why this? Well, I thought it served a higher purpose. You know, I think I also worked at a, a mid-sized general contracting company. I figured this was a way to help a multitude of people. And I, I just started going to a bunch of associations and hearing the same sort of objections. And man, we, we really wish an association or some type of forum existed that gave back to the community that still cared about, you know, others and all sorts of causes that we can now uh, help and benefit. But it just, nothing existed, you know, and, and there's people that love us and there's people that hate us because it's not everybody's uh, organization. It's not meant really for the junior. It's not meant for, for children to come in here and, and it's not an internship opportunity. We want people sort of like you were saying, like at least two years experience in brokerage and things like that. We vet that process and we're constantly evolving, cutting the fat, evolve, move forward to have, you know, the elite private events of the industry. So you're seeing all the real players. Uh, we want the you, players, you know, actual players. Yeah. Uh, let's let's convene the big brain club for a minute here. NBA, NBA type people. What? Talk to me about trends. What are you seeing in the commercial real estate market in Atlanta that's hot or that sh that must be noted, whether it's a good or a bad thing? Yeah, you know, I just got off the phone with some of our people on our board of directors today, and. Um, they're having trouble in, in the debt markets right now, you know, a lot, of, especially smaller deals, because it's just as hard to go out for the larger deals, you know, the hundred million, 50 million plus. And these guys are looking for stuff that's under 10 million, under 5 million, you know, some of these, uh, subdivision developments and multifamily, you know, mid rise and, 
it's just tough with the way our economy is. So having relationships uh, is now more important than ever, you know, and the trend of this whole chat GPT and AI and all that stuff. Our motto is making business personal again. We don't. So there's a trend to get out of the office and to move away from culture. You know, that's, that's not our culture. People always say, well, as this is important to note as well, CCC is not membership based. So what does that allow us to do? It allows us to move past the traditional association that are local here in Georgia. And uh, if I'm being generous, they stop at a thousand to fifteen hundred members and they put people's information on the back of some website and they call that a value prospect, right? Why would you put people's information on the back of some website? That's private. And these are the players, like you said, they don't want their information broadcasted. So we're different. We're blasting past that 1500 mark again into the 10,000, 20,000 people. And I've got a team that just prospects information and new opportunities. So it's always fresh and novel. Okay. And, uh, you know, building and development trends, uh, Mm -hmm. what's going on with spec office, what's going on in retail, so there's a there's a bunch going on still strong in in industrial. I guess just to pick on one sector, we've got usually what we do is we've got a board full of uh, boutique hospitality, mixed use, petroleum based, industrial, cold storage developers, and um, it's it's booming. There are certain markets in in Denver and Arizona and. Uh, really all the places that we have a CCC that are doing tremendously well. And uh, I'm seeing a lot now and I'm hearing a lot regarding reuse, right? Adaptive reuse. There's a bunch in that trend right now. Creative office where you're taking old gas stations and turning them into co- uh, co-working. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like this place we're in, you know, a bunch of things like that. So um, it's, again, going back to the whole inception of debt markets, equity placements, things like that, where the interest rates are, where they are, you have to be creative with the redevelopment plays, you know? So COVID changed the game in the commercial real estate in a big way, in my opinion. I mean, we've been talking about this for a long time, Randy. Um, I'm seeing shopping center space become, um, it's dark. Uh, people aren't going to the malls as much. People are ordering online. Amazon's doing incredible. Um, I'm seeing a lot of office parks with a lot of empty space. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife's company in particular, you know, that's tied with NASDAQ, you know, they've, they've given up a couple of floors and that seems to be the trend. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of speculation on what's going to happen with all of this commercial space that's sitting empty. Well, my brother works for Ethicon. It's a J and J company, right? Big, big subsidiary of, yeah. of, of J and J. They literally, their goal is to reduce their leasehold and their employees in the office by right. half. They're brick and mortar holdings. They're, they're cutting in half. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're basically saying half, you're going to work from home and we're going to convert our office to shared space, you know, and you can come in and do the ad hoc meeting. That's And they're not building banks anymore. I just right. noticed that. I talked to the guys all the who banks built Chase Bank. Why would and, they? You do it yeah. all online now. Yeah, exactly. They, they go in empty. there like, you came in for an appointment? Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> we don't want to talk go to home. you, buddy. Just, Send me a picture of your check. Just, just right. mail me your money. Well, you, the apps, that is, right? It's like a picture of the is, check. Yeah. and. In, and it has well, OCR I had to go in for like a money transfer. You know, it had to be electronically done through the t- the person there. So, and they just look at you like you're crazy nowadays. <laughs> so, so all these buildings are going uh, empty. You know, clearly the leaseholders are gonna. There's going to be a shuffle, right? They're going right. to want to renegotiate their space, and now some of your B tenants can move. Oh, I can get a deal on A space, so I'm going to move up, and sure. then the C's are going to move up to that. the B's. Yeah. 
So you know what's going to happen. We're going to hollow out at the low end, the lower tiers of office space and retail space. It's going to create opportunity, Randy. We're yes. going to see some things out there. There's going to be some plays. Yes. And investors that I represent are asking me about, hey, what's the deal with the commercial real estate aspects? And I'm saying, wait for your pitch because yeah. it's going to mm-hmm. be available. Prices are coming down. These landlords – and see, these are smart folks who own commercial real estate, right? These are no dummies, whether it's in you know stock portfolios or whatnot and REITs like we talked about. Um, they're going to figure it out, right? They're going to repurpose shopping centers to be entertainment spaces, whether it be concert venues or condos with retail on the bottom. They're going to figure something out. I was talking to uh, – I think it was Michael Bull a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Michael, and he was saying, he was actually saying that retail was in, at least in his experience or in his exposure is doing well because all these people that are, have left their jobs, right. The work from home crowd, some of them are starting businesses and they're taking small retail space and they're filling up all these neighborhood centers, um, with their new entrepreneurial ventures. And I imagine that we'll see a lot of that. You know, when the dot-com collapse happened in 2000, those were a lot of middle managers that work for a lot of big companies, right? Mm-hmm. These were not dummies, right? And when they got their pink slips, they didn't just go home and jump on, you know, the, the doll. They went out and they did things. They created businesses. We're going to see a revival of that kind of mentality, I think. And that is exciting. You're right. It's an opportunistic time where a bunch of stuff is going to be left on the table. Sellers aren't going to get what they want right now, they can command what they can command, but who knows what things might be like in the next six to eight months. You know, it's people are holding on to a lot of cash right now. Right. Which is a good thing. Yes. Now, now we did a segment recently with Robert on investment properties on particularly like Airbnb, short-term rental type things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert had some ideas on hot areas or hot trends. So now let's take, let's take somebody out there that might be listening to us as a business type person who wants to invest and put some capital into commercial real estate. What do you think is hot for them? Where, where should they be looking? In commercial real estate? Mm-hmm. So there are some great opportunities that uh, one of our board members had put out there. It was a HUD deal with a locked in 4% interest rate for 30 years fixed. Um, in Arlington, Texas, Class A, 358 units. That was just built in 2021. Um Deals like that with a good sponsor team that's putting in 20% of their own money. It sort of checks all the boxes. It's on a golf course. You know, again, it goes back to the relationships and these private offerings, uh, whether you're an accredited investor or not, getting in on some of these LP deals if it's one of your first time and, and you're not going to get a GP share. Um, perhaps if you have the capital, you could. But um, yeah, I think in, in multifamily is going to keep going strong with the way the interest rates are. Um, you know, They're going to keep fixing them up, even if there's a little bit of value add. And uh, they can raise the, this this particular opportunity I looked in last week, 96% occupancy. So they can raise the rents easily you know, and get, and, and they're based on a, on a five-year sell refinance. So you know, that's funny that you just said that, uh, that you've got that high occupancy so mm-hmm. they can raise the rents. Yeah. With my, with, with Harley's hideaway, this, this cottage that I've got at Big Canoe, because we're so occupied, our occupancy is so high, we're raising the daily rate that we can get and it actually works. Yeah. I get pushed back yeah. from my wife, but she's that, that ah, worked for me too. It uh, works. Raising my rent. Yeah. It got me. A, yeah. So, all right, very quickly, uh, plug your short-term rental, Harley's Hideaway. Harley's Hideaway, Big Canoe, great cottage on uh, Lake Scanty on the golf course. All right, we're Daisy's downtown, one mile from Mercedes-Benz in <laughs> yeah. downtown Atlanta in the Pittsburgh neighborhood, you up had- and coming. You should see all the building going on there. Chris, yours? Yes, yeah, Stargazer Hideaway in Clayton, Georgia, uh, right off 441 next to the visitor center of Clayton. Hook a right next to Moonrise Distillery, right up the mountain. 
All right. You said Mountain. I was going to ask if that's Mountain. I don't know Clayton, Georgia. Yep. Yeah, it's about an hour, 15 minutes north of Atlanta, and it's got a wonderful little town with shops and, yeah, wonderful mountain town. Gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. It's a uh, secret. I've seen uh, your website, the photos of your place. It's real nice. Yeah, a lot of people ask about the LOJs and the Blue Ridge and stuff. We're sort of the path less traveled, you know, and there's a, a stipulation on how much forestry authority that there is, so it determines how much residential can be built or not built. So uh, it's really nice. There's not too much residential being built. There's a cap on it. How long have you owned that property? Two years. Built it during COVID. Okay. Yeah. New construction. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, Robert, you're a former commercial broker. So let's yep. put your commercial broker hat on for a minute. How would you have uh, benefited from having a CCC in your life? Holy smokes. Well, I've been doing it for so long. You know, I had less gray hair back then and a lot less experience. Um, I think the coordination value, you know, to be able to focus energies where they were going to be most advantageous. Um, a lot of times in the commercial real estate world, we're just frantically knocking on doors, trying to to get new product, trying to get new centers to represent, whether it be commercial, retail, industrial, whatever. Um, we're looking for land. That would be a, a real big benefit for somebody like me to be able to look for land for development. Because like development now is huge. We're looking for land and it's we're like California. We're moving out. I mean, the epicenter is just getting further and further out. So that – I mean just to be able to focus on finding what we need for the parties that we're representing. Yeah, and, and not to sound pompous or anything, but you know, it's it's having us at the, the back front because we're not just – you know, there are people who run their organizations when, again, they reach that 1,500 member and it's just account maintenance mode. It's some 16-year-old that doesn't know what they're talking about, but – us and our entire leadership, we're all in the trenches, you know? So when I'll give you a story the other day, um, one of our board of directors members, he's in more or less the, uh, ground up hotel hospitality business between here and Greenville. And I said, how can we help you through the CCC? What is your most immediate need? And I thought he was going to say, Hey, find us sites for, you know, hospitality. But he said, no, we'd actually like more of an investment sales opportunity and like a retail strip center that's cash flowing. I got some 1031 money we need to insert into that. And we knew exactly who the best investment sales guy is in Atlanta. And less than a week later, we had a deal, right? So that's the value is like saying, you have to be very specific with your needs. Like, Hey, we have a wonderful cold storage site. Um, and we'd like to build something spec. Do you have a developer and the best architect in industrial real estate that can build it and entitle it and do this, that, and the other and design it? Sure. We can. You know? So putting all of these people and, in and, and parcels into place. Yes. It's able to focus attention where it needs to go, correct? Yes. And, you know, I have a pretty exciting breakfast that's coming up at a, one of the coolest mixed-use developments with Bridge Investment Group and Lincoln Property Company in September. And our thought behind that is to bring in all of the sort of elected official people, all the, all the uh, CIDs, community improvement districts, and economic development. So you can find out what's going on in South Fulton, Covington, uh, you know, Gwinnett, Forsyth, and you hop basically from table to table. The landlord reps are gaining, the tenant reps are gaining knowledge. And that person saying, well, here's what public and private partnerships we have going on. Here's an industrial park in which we have this much availability for healthcare users. And we'd like to see like a 40,000 square foot sort of building there. Like it could be so collaborative, but nobody's curating that experience to bring value to the community. 
not very often. Yeah, we, it was unheard of yeah. to be able to put those pieces. It's like mm-hmm. a big puzzle. Yes. How do you put the puzzle together? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, here's a puzzle maker right here. That's right. For any entrepreneur, obscurity is the problem, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. in commercial, you know, the, the pieces can be so fragmented that people are obscure, right? You don't know who to talk to. They don't know how to reach you. No. And so, so this is a good lead in now because at, at, at a CCC event, you can, Walk right up and talk to these guys. So let's talk about the character the character of your events here. Oh yeah, when you do something, what's happening, right? Like you, you the last one you did at the beautiful showroom had the the model. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing a Kentucky Derby later uh, this week. Yes. Now let's talk about your events. You know, again, I think it all comes down to an energy and a culture, one of reciprocity, because it goes back to me seven, 10 years ago when I didn't have a network, but I still believed in the American dream and the entrepreneur and the fact that, you know, a few people can make a difference. And what I mean by that is even when I didn't have a network and somebody said, well, Chris, I'm really looking to meet, you know, industrial users or, or multifamily developers. And I'm like, look, I'll be honest with you. I don't have the network, but I know that the civil engineer, that's really all he does is these uh, home depots. And that's all they do. their civil engineering and site plans and whatnot for, Perhaps that would be an advantageous introduction. Now the, the coin is flipped. Now that I have the contacts, it's sort of irresponsible for me not to help people. You know, and that's what we want other people to realize. Like you said, it's putting the puzzle together. It's one of which people are, like you said, we don't want the ambiguity to be there. What, what do you do? How can we help each other? Like we want to try to bridge that gap. You know, it seems to me that this, this idea would be useful in all environments. It I'll, is. I'll give you for an example. A doctor goes to med school, gets out when he's 35 years old. He knows all about medical and, and, and biology and all this stuff. He doesn't know anything about creating a business. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to staff. He doesn't know how to set up sources. I mean, your business uh, could be for any different industry, in my opinion. Yeah, we have, to your point, I mean, I go to a bunch of these international conferences and just ask the people from North Rhine, Westphalia or Africa or wherever they're coming from and they're wanting to do business in the United States. It's like, guys, view the CCC as a soup to nuts, you know, enterprise that can help you staff with your manufacturing, with your healthcare, with your IT, Mm -hmm. with your electric vehicle charging stations, because we have just enough and the right trusted vetted vendors that can help, you know, whether it's Boone, Boone's Ridge, Kentucky, or, you know, California, you know, we, we can help people all, all across the, the nation if they want to invest in real estate or, uh, ground up, you know, if they want to partner up on some hotel venture, really the, the, uh, it's endless. It is mm-hmm. now <clears throat> one of the drawbacks in the networking world. I mean, there's other groups out there and I've, mm-hmm. I've been to a few of them and, you know, you get, you see the same crowd of people showing up and some of them are just there to, for the social event and the party and they take a bunch of selfies and they go home and that, that's their marketing. The right? free but drinks. Yes. This, this is not what you're doing. <laughs> right. Right. You have, you have a, not only do you have high class events in, yeah, in the themed, venue, mm-hmm. themed venues that relate to commercial real estate. Yes. And that's good. I mean, it's a great way to meet people. But you have a, a, a series, you have a layers, different types of events, right? So kind of run through what your offerings are for us. Yeah. So there, there's a variety of different value add propositions we try to do. Um, nowadays, we have the authority. I just reached out to North American properties, properties today about the um, 
Peachtree Corners Forum that they're redeveloping because there's going to be a bunch of opportunity there for the commercial real estate and construction professionals to come out and lend value. And really, I view this game as one of a magnifying glass. If you're not under that spotlight, under that magnifying glass, and your property is not in vision and you're not top of mind, people aren't going to know about it. So that's why we host events such as our one in uh, June coming up with Ackerman and company, one of Atlanta's oldest, if not the oldest brokerage firms. That's who I started with in 1991. Good people. I think they're the oldest. Charlie. Is he still around? I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know Charlie there. there were he was do- the owner, Charlie Ackerman. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know him personally, though. We, um, we're we hosting an event with them, though, to show off 90,000 square foot and of a creative office that they have at the Lee and White site downtown. So, you know, we're, we're putting... Uh, events together with purpose, you know, so that they can drive the attention to that development. Yeah, that's perfect. You know, it goes back to, we don't know what we don't know. Right. right? And so if these people don't know that there's resources out there like you, then, you know, they're kind of lost in the wind and you, you hit on it with the micro, you know, you put the scope on it and it's going to magnify it. And then people are going to know. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know a gentleman right now who's, and we're doing a lot of curation, not only at the event, you know, we're sort of leading people's hand into it. It just, it kills me when I see somebody right behind Randall and it's like, that's the ultimate person he needs to be speaking to right now to further his business. Because I know they probably just asked, there was a instance the other day, we just formed a national partnership with a commercial valuation appraisals company. And they're doing these, uh, uh, they're out of our Phoenix branch and uh, they're offering appraisals and valuations for half the cost typically of what most of our vendors are that don't even know me by a first name basis. And uh, they're doing it quicker. Sometimes it could take weeks for these appraisals and whatnot. And they're doing it in a matter of days, if not one day. So uh, we form that and we're just we're adding these national partnerships to help uh, people not only in Atlanta, but across the country. Well, I think you need a cattle prod to hit uh, Randy here up with when there's somebody behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a little electrocution. That's but, right. I mean, from what you're describing to me, Chris, I mean, there's so many entities that, that I know of firsthand that I could call today and say, you need to talk to this guy, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're pretty diverse. We certainly didn't want to come off as like the jack of all trades. That's why we really are special. Like if we're getting 50 lenders that want to come to CCC, different banks on the institutional side, we'll cut them off. And say, no, we're good. Like, we've got enough. Like, 30, 40 architects, that's too yeah, much. Right. You know, so that's where we're really watching who is coming into this event. Because if it's not curated properly, it's not CCC. It's just something else. Right. But it's not us. You get 50 realtors in the yeah. same room. It's just kind of like an overkill when you're – Yeah. Yeah, we want the money. We want the people taking risk. We want the people to find the deals. And then we want some people to also help, you know, if they need a fees. So I met with an architect the other day. And again, I'm asking them that question, real like down to the point type of stuff. That's my personality. And I'm like, all right, give me something here. What can I work with? And like, well, we just did a feasibility study uh, where a developer of a hotel could come in on this particular site. I'm like, now we're talking. All right. So, but a lot of these architects and engineer types don't know how to play ball like that. They don't speak the real estate language, but we're teaching them. Yeah. Diversity of thought. Yes. They need the real estate aspect. They yes. Just, that's just not where they function. Yeah. They're just, they keep, they keep hitting up these end users and whatnot and going after the RFPs. And it's like, what if it was just negotiated? Yeah. Right. Like, let's talk that. Well, you get a room full of 50 attorneys. Golly, that's going to be a boring event. <laughs> the other day, you guys will find this You guys will find this funny. I was in an antique store the other day, 
and there's a book laying on this counter for sale. And it was the original uh, feasibility study from an architect for Marietta Square. Yeah, wow. Mm. That'd be back when back when you had to put photos on the page, yeah. you glue them down, you know. Yeah, and I mean they're using the old. You're tools doing to, hand traffic counts. <laughs> yep. Yes, click, 14, click. Yeah, it was really interesting to see. You know, speaking of that kind of thing, mm-hmm. how how different the reality was than the original concept. Right. You know, that's cool. And and of course, I see Stone. You know, pretty often. You see why I'm always showing up with blood and bandages right after hanging out with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> the minute you said Cattle, it, it's cattle prods. You know, the, the minute he said antique, I was like. Wait, you are an antique. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. Is it a book about yourself? <laughs> speak, speak for yourself. He signed it. <laughs> I might be older. I'm only 37. This this comes from dealing with you. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. So, Chris, before we run out of time, mm-hmm. um, a couple of you know things to promote for CCC. What's your vision? Where, where's CCC going next? So we want the business professional and commercial real estate and construction to be able to go to various cities throughout the U.S. We want to be in every 50 states, you know, and there are some successful associations uh, that are well known in construction, real estate, and they're in about 80. So I'm on the right track. And with our with our brand growing the way that it is and and the systems and operations that we have in place that are just essentially a better mousetrap, you know, we want to grow quickly. We make the turning the ignition and starting a chapter and licensing with us very simple. And we're getting better and better and better uh, at opening them and, and people seeing the credibility and, and purpose beyond what we're doing. Um, so that would be the idea is to be in first all the primary markets. We want to get all the way coast to coast to California. We're already as far as Dallas and Phoenix. Uh, again, we got to hit New York. We got to get Philadelphia and, and Denver so that it's, it's a pretty good chance if you're going out to a conference or something or you're just, you know, out of town for a week and you want to stop by a local CCC or get instantaneously connected to that chapter's leadership of brokers and developers and whatnot. Just reach out to us and we'll connect you to Cincinnati or Philly or whatever. And yeah. again, it's going to get back to knowing what you do. Yeah. Um, and you, people don't know what they don't know. So you've got to mm-hmm. get out there and brand yourself right. and market. And and I'll be honest with you, the, the tough thing about the name of our company, the acronym, Contractors, Closers, and Connections, like it connotates more construction. So people are a little bit confused and, and it's unfortunate, but it is easy to remember. Triple C, you know, we didn't want to be the International Federation of Commercial Construction and, you know, sound <laughs> extremely professional and just we wanted it to connotate um, the fact that we're a little bit more laid back. You know, in our events, like you mentioned, they're genuine, they're high energy. We typically don't go to a stuffy hotel conference room with drop ceilings and carpets. That's not us. Um, you know, so we're bringing people out to interesting, genuine uh, sort of environments they've never been to before. Um, and that's what we wanted to connotate. So we're putting out a bunch of branding on video and digital to get to those new chapters because Atlanta's already established. You know, we want to bring that same flag to other people and, and just shorten that time from A to B of understanding who we are and what the value is. I know a really, really good video guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now – you're going almost where I want to ask next because yes. let's face it, there are groups that that you know in the construction in the commercial real estate industry, uh, BOMA, ULI, people like that. that yes, that foster uh, education. Yes, relationships. You know, uh, best practices, thought leadership. You know, yes. in the industry. So, how is CCC different from say a ULI? 
So, yeah, we want to leave a bunch of that to the organizations who do that best. You know, we want to leave the continued education, the award ceremonies, you know, people coming up on stage, getting a plastic trophy for the most energy efficient building. That's great. Like we're boiled down deal makers, right? We're here black, white, very simple. We want the best of the best people and you know, we want everybody to win. It's not just about one person's participation trophy. You awesome. know, it's about let's let's win. That's an awesome way to differentiate yourself. And in terms of the people involved with you, who do mm-hmm. you need? Who are you looking for? You know, what's what's the big need or the big? Uh, the short now? answer is just really. Uh, people ask me this all the time, but it's just if somebody is really in the trenches, they're wheeling and dealing and touching commercial real estate. Right? You could be a zoning attorney. Uh, you could be a civil engineer. You could be the developer themselves, the development team, the owner's rep, the city, all those sorts of wonderful individuals that play into that unique ecosphere that we mentioned. People of that nature is who we want. Brokerages. Yeah. All right. And if some of those people are out there and they've heard about you or maybe they've been to one of your events and they're not quite sure what to do next, you had one thing you could say to them, what would that thing be? Come on out. Hey, we'll get you a complimentary ticket to, to feel the energy and, and test it out for yourselves and spend some time with you on the phone to get a better um, idea for what y'all do and how we can best serve you at CCC. And you could check us out at our website, which is www.contractorscloser'sconnections.com. It flows very well off his tongue. Chris Meyer, everybody from CCC. Thank you. Thanks for coming out today.